0: This is a Triple J Podcast.
1: On this episode of Simply the Jest, we are getting your very best new stories. Whether it's about New York, new cars, or a new low, we've gathered them, and you're going to hear them. Completely exploded. What? Like the serial killer? Yeah, the serial killer, yeah. No. Did you say you died? Yeah. Are you back from the dead? What? Are you a ghost? I am back from the dead. At what no. point did you realise you were <laughs> swimming in the pool of one of the most famous musicians of all time? <laughs>
2: like, too late.
3: Like. Is this a ratatouille
2: situation? Wow. Oh, here we go. Hello. Hello.
1: Simply the Jest. Australia's best stories. Hello there and welcome to another edition of Simply the Jest. My name is Lewis Hobber. My name's Michael Hing.
4: And toot, toot, I'm your little skipper, Jess Perkins. Oh, my DSS Perkins! How are you, Perko? I'm oh, great. My favorite part is the delight and like the surprise every week that, oh, Jess is here. <laughs> she's it makes here. me so she's happy. We yeah. love it. We well, got
1: her. We finally got her on the pod. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. What a, uh, we, we always are thrilled when she comes out of the cupboard. Um, <laughs> she's like one of those rare flowers that only blooms once a year. But an orchid of sorts—an orchid. That's Mm. right, our little awkward orchid, (laughs) Jess Perkins. Uh, How are you, Perko?
4: I'm great. I'm happy to be here with you guys. Mm-hmm. I'm excited to hear some stories. Oh, I'm you're out of the, to... the cupboard as well, I see. I'm out of the cupboard. I'm stretching my legs. <laughs> it's nice out here. Have <laughs> you been stuck anywhere this week? Swing or otherwise? <laughs> <laughs> I haven't been stuck in any swings. Mm-hmm. I've, I've actually been having a pretty successful week in terms of not getting stuck places. Oh, oh sure. that's good. Have you yeah, grease yeah. yourself up.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm <Pre-greased>. really <laughs> We should get you some, um, like, cat's whiskers. Have we talked about that before? <laughs> like, gluing some cat's whiskers to you so you always know... Where your edges are, you know, so you don't get stuck in a swing or whatever.
4: What if I just wore, uh, like, some straps attached to a hula hoop
1: mm-hmm. and oh, had that
4: around me at all yeah. times?
1: Smart, yeah. yeah. We are, I don't know, four, a 45-minute pitch session away from full bubble, I reckon. <laughs> 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 uh, you'd make a beautiful bubble, I think, yeah. Uh, anyway, if you've just if you've never heard this podcast before, this is a podcast where we get you... To tell us your very best stories. Jess Perkins then goes through them all and she picks her favourite. That story is named simply The Jest. And uh, each week there's a new topic. And this week the topic is new. So we're talking about stories of, you know, new cars, uh, new houses, new jobs, Mm. uh, new bikes, new things, friends, um, you know,
4: new lows, I guess as well.
1: Yes, we love a new low. Perko, Mm -hmm. do you
4: have a new story? I do have a new low, actually. <laughs> a new low. <laughs> yeah. Are we
1: all going to share our new lows?
4: <laughs> Mine's hot. Just, new I low
1: just, just dropped. <laughs> I
4: just feel a bit embarrassed by this. Okay. Oh, yeah. Well, because earlier this week I was, uh, I had a bit of downtime. It was my day off. I was playing. I was playing a video game. I was playing on my Switch. I was oh, playing yeah? Among Us. You know that game that was very big in lockdowns.
1: Among um, Us. Oh, it's like it's kind of like. It's sort of a... It's a multiplayer game. Is that that one? What, sorry? Is that the emo one? Where no. everyone's very sad? No, 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 no. You're thinking no. of uh, oh, The Last think- of Us. The yes. like, Last of Us. Among Us is like a multiplayer game where you're trying to... The, the, you're on a spaceship. There's a saboteur. You're trying to guess who the saboteur is. Oh, yeah. that sounds yeah.
4: really yeah. fun. So you're kind of... You're trying to like... If you're the imposter, you're trying to kill everybody before they finish their tasks. Anyway, it's just a fun little game. I was it's like just The Mole. It. Yeah, it's yes. a, yeah, it's like The Mole. It's like The
1: Mole <laughs> or like Mafia or Werewolf, one of those right, kind of okay. games. I'm, I mean, I'm on board. Yep, I love yep, the yep. And What was your new low playing this big lockdown game? Pug-o.
4: Well, I was playing it, and there was somebody uh, like as soon as somebody gets killed, there's like a team meeting, and you, you, you people make accusations, sure. and somebody just kept throwing accusations around. And unfortunately, they were correct (laughs) about me being an imposter. But uh, they were just—they just—I didn't do anything. I hadn't had a chance to kill anybody. I hadn't had a chance to do anything. Okay. And they'd called a meeting. They're like, "It's her. Get her out of here." (gasps) And and I was annoyed by that because I was like, "I reckon you're probably cheating. Like you're probably playing with somebody else." Um, and they've told you like who the imposters are. Oh, and, and I just I thought that was unsportsmanlike. But I was done playing the game. But in, I didn't quit. I just went and waited back in the lobby, the little game waiting room, <laughs> waited for that person to come back in just so I could jump in the chat and tell them to go f- themselves. <laughs> what? <laughs>
5: and then I quit the game. <laughs> what? How
1: you're, long were you waiting <laughs> for this little bit not of game rage? Not
4: that most of these people are teenagers or children <laughs> and I'm a grown, a d- I'm old enough to be their mother and I've jumped back in to be like, you are an asshole, and okay. then I quit.
1: Okay, so to be clear though. You
4: cheated mama on her Switch. <laughs> <laughs> Just trying to have a nice time playing a little game. You, to be clear though, you what you were
1: mad at was they called you an imposter and you were an imposter.
4: Yes, they were correct, but I didn't think they were going about it in the right way. <laughs> No, I'm, I don't agree with this in any way. I I completely see that I was being psychotic.
1: You've self identified this as a new low, so yeah. you're across it. Damn! What if this new low
4: beat? Like, oh, what was the? Pre- <laughs> I don't know, but it felt like a moment of. There's because I think you had a new low recently.
1: You're not, you're not the, You don't really play video games, so you don't Correct. get this. Yeah, but occasionally. I guess if you're someone who does play video games, and, and even, though, even if you are a fully grown adult, occasionally you will <laughs> reach a point where you regress to being a child because you yeah. played video games as a child, and you'll okay. have yeah. some sort of insane tantrum. I <laughs> have been playing the Zelda video. I know this is in a video game podcast, but you know, I was playing the new Zelda video game recently, mm, and I, uh-huh. I played on flights, right? Because when I fly... Whatever you want everyone to to know, you're cool. Who's sitting next to you? I just, I know. I want to shut. I want to shout out the world. Oh, I don't want to be on the plane, so I'm just going to play my little game. In the in the Zelda game, there's like sort of puzzles you've got to do. Okay, and there was a particularly frustrating puzzle involving having there being there being a giant ball I had to hit into a certain place. Uh Uh-huh. And I was being part of this conversation with the two of you is my new just as just as a heads up. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah.
4: We can hear that, but I I still want to know. What happened? Yeah.
1: Okay, so I was I was doing this for like I don't know what's the flight from city development? an hour or something, yep. right? I'm yeah. trying to do this f***ing puzzle. <laughs> I can't get it again. I'm like trying and trying and trying for an hour. And you pride yourself on being good at games and puzzles. I know, I know that you can see you can see why this is tearing <laughs> yeah, me yeah. up inside. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. The host, the 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 airline host, mm-hmm. had come by and they'd give me some food. Uh, that I hadn't eaten because I was so busy trying to beat this puzzle. There was a a full black coffee that was just sitting there and a bottle of water and one of those, I don't know, some shitty frittata or something. Sorry, I'm (laughs) getting really mad about this. Just sitting there in the box. This isn't the airline's fault. And I'm I'm there, like, trying to beat this puzzle, right? But they come back and they're picking up everyone's rubbish at this point, you know? And she looks down at me. She goes, oh, are you going to have that? And I was like, I can't get the ball right! And she goes, what? And I'm like, I'm so sorry. I, <laughs> I've it's video games frustrating me. And she goes, It's okay. I'll give you a moment. And she, <laughs>
3: <laughs> you, <laughs> and she left.
1: Now so you yelled at a flight no, attendant. No, I didn't yell. I'm I mean, sorry, not. I shouldn't say yell. You, I. You. I I was frustrated, and I was just like, "I can't get this ball right." You vented your frustration about a game to a flight attendant. That's not her job. No, that's not her job. Oh God, yeah. no, no, no. It was real. Yeah. Anyway, that was a new low for me. Yeah. I apologized so profusely. You know, when you go off the plane and you and, and they nod to you and they go, hey, have a good day or whatever," mm. I was like, "Hey, I'm sorry about that." Before, so <laughs> oh, sorry. I don't. I host a puzzle show. I pride myself <laughs> on my puzzles. <laughs> and she and she was like. Oh, don't worry about it, you know. And I was like, no, I'm really, really, really sorry. And she goes, No, it looked like you were really playing that game. <laughs> like, oh, she probably gave you one of those like kids' coloring books. It's like, yeah. is your mum waiting <laughs> out there to, for you, buddy? To calm down. Are you a okay? I'm like, oh, God. Glad you didn't have that coffee. You were I... a bit. You were already a bit jazzed, weren't you, little, <laughs> pretty <laughs> pretty little buddy? To find a hole to crawl into. <laughs> well, um, you two have hit a bunch of new lows, and I don't want to add to it because um, it's already too depressing. And this is ultimately a podcast about fun. Uh, so are we ready to get into some new stories? Shall we? Less. Coming up, you are going to hear about a new city, a bridal shop, and a new family member. Dan from Coffs Harbour. Dan, what's your new story?
0: Yeah, I was in New York. Yep. And I'd been on a complete bender for three days and woke up in the hotel and decided I'd do something nice to myself. So I went to go to Green Juice. Okay. In Central Park. Uh-huh. And I got about two hundred meters up from the juice bar with a nice juice in my hand, thinking this is like a movie that helicopters and blue and red police fights and cars and everything. It's like, yes And then I look to my left and there's Barack Obama and his wife and kids.
6: Oh walking damn. Up
1: the you got a green juice with the Obamas. <laughs>
0: Just about, i got more than that what I bargained for because the security guard stepped in front of me and he's like,
1: stop right there. Sorry. Oh, my God. Oh, wow. Was this while he was president or was this post-presidency?
0: This is about nine years ago while he was the man
1: of the moment. Damn. Wow. Zach from Melbourne, what is your news story? One morning was driving to work, got into a bit of a
7: small road rage incident with someone and they proceeded to drive me off the road at about 110km an hour.
1: Oh, oh my goodness. What,
7: what happened? <laughs> um, so I was driving behind someone um, on the on ramp onto the Monash freeway, and they were sort of swerving a bit and kind of slowing down and speeding up. So I thought, all right, I'd, I'd better get away from this person as quickly as possible. And while doing head checks and trying to make sure I could merge onto the freeway, I got a little bit too close to them. Um, so they brake checked me, which annoyed me. So I flashed them with my headlights. And then when I eventually did merge, pulled up next to them, flipped them off, continued on my way and then they um, veered across several lanes right behind me and chased me down the freeway and then I sped up a little bit to get away from them and then when I came to my exit I um, flipped them off again and they veered across three lanes straight into the side of my car and spun me off into a bunch of trees and I my car slammed into a um big fence and I came to a stop <gasps> Oh, my.
1: and you've obviously survived to tell the tale but were you injured in that
7: car accident uh, worst thing I had was the airbag went off my face, so my nose was bleeding. Um, I had whiplash, a uh, jarred arm and sort of a bitter sore neck, but apart from that I was fine.
1: Whoa, and what oh, did your man. parents say when you called them and when you were like, Hey, I've I've uh, ruined your brand new car? They
7: were a little bit confused because this was about sort of five forty in the morning, so that I just woken them up to call them. Um, it took a while to sort of process that and um they were very uh concerned but it. Uh, You know, I had just written off their brand-new car, so so I think they were a little bit pissed off as well, but they (laughs) were trying to put me first.
1: (laughs) Uh, Thank you so much. We're glad you're okay. Michaela, in Newcastle, what's your news story?
5: Uh, I was um, very unfortunate to accidentally walk dog poo into a bridal shop. Um, So I was shopping for a new dress, and I was walking along didn't realise that it happened. Got into the dress shop, had a walk around, um, picked a few dresses to try on, got into the change room and um, looked down to take my shoes off, um, a sandal, and on top of my sandal was some dog poo. Um, so I feel like my mum is actually simply the dress in this situation. She went into damage control, took my shoe, went and sorted out the situation. But yeah, I was um, feeling very, very hot under the collar um, in a bridal store, so I went and did a little lap and tried to see if i'd done any damage anywhere and i think i escaped by the skin of my teeth that day
1: did you end up buying a new wedding dress
5: i actually did put a deposit on a dress from that store but (laughs) thankfully i did not um, manage to get who on any dresses so smart (laughs) lucky me (laughs) wow
1: i don't think that's um in the poem something borrowed something poo david what's your new story
6: Hey guys um so my story is about a new bike i got for christmas Mm -hmm. a few years ago so yeah my lovely partner got me a bike and i was on my first long bike ride so it was like 20 plus k's i was going with my brother and was feeling really really confident and you know was riding up hills and doing all that stuff and got right around the corner from home and i just completely misjudged a turn and i rode straight into a curb Mm -hmm. um i then flipped over the bike handles landed on my palms, and fractured both elbows. Oh! Oh,
1: no! How how old were you when this happened?
6: Oh, like 25.
1: When you fracture both elbows, are both your arms in casts?
6: So I was quite lucky that the fractures weren't bad enough to be in casts because they said if, like, basically you need your arms to do everything. So Mm. they said if it's not, like, over a certain breakage, you're sweet. But I was in like a double sling for like two weeks. Yeah, so David, oh.
1: this this programme that you've called into has a bit of a history with um, <laughs> I would say like not like unreal fractures. You debating know? debating whether or not a fracture <laughs> is a break. Yeah, because so you, you, you've used the you've you've used the appropriate terminology there. You've said, Oh, I fractured both my elbows. Lewis chipped a small bit of bone on his like shin or whatever and said, I've got a broken leg. Do you think that's appropriate? <laughs> uh
6: for Lewis or for me?
1: For Lewis, for Lewis. Yeah, be careful
6: here. <laughs> <laughs> no, I reckon, um, I reckon he's he's uh,
1: telling a bit of a porky there. Interesting. Well, that's enough of David. Um, uh,
4: yeah, but you're not the one who chooses the winners. No,
1: but I can. I'm, my hands are on the buttons. So I can choose whether he talks anymore, <laughs> and Thank he you, won't. David. So goodbye, David. Yara in Maitland, what is your news story?
8: Um. So when I was. Twelve. My dad lived in another state, so I had to like text him to talk. Mm-hmm. um So I was texting him one night, and then you know logged off. By dad, I went onto my Facebook the next day, and I saw he had travelled to the Philippines to marry his new girlfriend. Whoa! So he had whoa. a new wife, and I didn't <laughs>
1: know until I saw the post. What? Hang on. <laughs> you logged off, and then dad
4: got what? a new wife.
8: <laughs> yeah, and i got a new stepmom in the process, I guess.
4: And he he didn't feel like that was something he should me- mention <laughs> in you, your chat. You, BT Dubs, I'm yeah, off I guess to the win. Wow,
1: how, long, how so? At what point did he te- like? So, so did he just assume you'd find out through Facebook, or at what point did he say to you, "Oh, um, by the way, you've got a new stepmom"?
8: Um, there was never that. I messaged him and was like, "Did you get married?" And he was like, "Yeah," <laughs> and that was
1: it. And what? At, at that point, how long ago had he gotten married?
8: I assume it was the. That same day. So right. I think that was so you were him te- on his wedding
1: day. You were chatting on his wedding day and he didn't mention it that, that it was his wedding day <laughs> He's, that in the day. Philippines getting married.
8: Yeah. No mention <laughs> of the wedding, the travel to the Philippines. I didn't know he was engaged.
1: <laughs> wow. <laughs> and how's wow. the vibe with the family now? Like do you get along with your new stepmom?
8: <laughs> um, I don't talk to my dad, but she's lovely.
1: Love okay. her. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. So yeah. the tensions are high. Sorry, did give me a bit of a panic attack because I was like, "Oh my goodness!" Because I'm getting married in August, and mm. I was like, "Have I? Are there people I've forgotten to tell? You Do you know, know I um, uh, bumped into a friend once? Uh, mm. She had had a wedding. You know this person? I don't know whether I'll name her Kirsten. You know Kirsten? Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, and she. Uh, Carlos, I'll go all the way. Kirsten Drysdale, you may have seen her on the <laughs> wonderful show uh, Reputation Rehab. Yep, she's on The Checkout. Yeah. She's on a new show at the ABC called WTFAQ. She's a, an old and dear friend, mm-hmm. right? Um, and she got married, uh, and I, I know her partner through her. And um, I it was at the time, she was very good friends with me and my girlfriend at the time. We broke up, and my girlfriend got invited, well, my, at the time, ex-girlfriend, and I didn't. So, and I was like, you know what? Fair enough. Sometimes you just got to accept that the, the lines get drawn. Mm-hmm. Kirsten and I will repeat, we'll, we'll manage this. Mm-hmm. But she's chosen my ex-girlfriend to go to the wedding and not me. And that's okay. You know? And so a few months later, I bumped into Kirsten on the street. And she was like, hey, why were you not at my wedding? And I'm like, what, what <laughs> do you mean? She's like, you never RSVP'd. You never came to the wedding. What's up? And I'm like, you never sent me an invite. And she just was like, oh, oh, I'm so sorry. And she had just forgotten to send me an invite to the wedding. And I had constructed like a whole narrative about the reason that she hadn't invited me. And it was just that she'd like recently had a baby and got confused and forgot to send me an invite. Do you (gasps) believe that in retrospect? Mm. I do, yeah. Because I, I... Imagine, that's such a power play for her to be like, oh, everyone I didn't invite. I will accuse them yeah, of not. Know, that's what that's it means. She's that's not. What it means. She's not that crazy. Okay. Okay. You are you thinking, Are you taking this on as an idea? No. I'm inviting. <laughs> I mean, I'm inviting everyone to the wedding. That's you true. Know? Actually, I'm, I'm, it's, it's it's a big cultural you know wedding. So we're a lot of people. Um, it hadn't I'm- even con- uh, occurred to me that it was a play. Now I'm suspicious. See, this is, this is what <laughs> I wanted oh. to do. Just now get now inside you're in your my head. head. <laughs> <laughs> no, she would never. She or would, would she? Or would she? <laughs> oh, we're going to have to um, rehab your reputation, Kirsten Um <laughs> uh, But you're both invited to the wedding. You can come if you like. Thank um, you. Yeah, you know, I've already told you, I'm not just going to come. I'm going to desperately try to upstage you. <laughs> <laughs> Perko, can you judge? Can you? Can you just be a bit of a judge on that?
4: Can I be a judge on that? Yeah.
1: Are you allowed to to go to your friend's wedding and purposely try and upstage them?
4: As a general rule, no. (laughs) In this case, yeah. Are you kidding me? I
1: think everyone would appreciate
4: it. I think everyone at the
1: wedding loves to see you fail. Of course. And this is going to be your big moment. I think Hum would love it. Your your beautiful um, fiancé. We were thinking about, because of the speeches, right? We were like getting you. Dad or whatever to do a speech, boring. Who cares? You know, I mean, I love dad and stuff, but yeah. you know, classic. When you got to choose, when you, choo- when you can choose between like, you know, dad doing a speech mm. or like, you know, a series of professional comedians, comedians and broadcasters. You know, yeah. you're gonna be like, oh, maybe you know, maybe take a back sit on this one, Dad. Yeah. If anyone <laughs> needs dad. an eye operation, I mean, you I mean, hop yeah, in. Exactly. <laughs> I don't know. Let's see. If, I don't know. Rich Nicholson wants to give a speech. I don't know. Yeah. Let's see. If <laughs> they want. They want to get on. Yeah, if they can take a break between their hectic touring schedule and regular Netflix specials. Yeah, let's see if, uh, I don't know, Perko will hover once again, you know. But basically, I'm trying, trying, you're you're looking to upstage me. My my dream for the wedding is it becomes a podcast. That's my dream. (laughs) (laughs) It's going to be a little table on the side, a couple of microphones, you know. (laughs) Do you take this man to be your co-host? <laughs> I do. Yeah, I mean, think. I mean, everyone's going to be there for a couple of hours. We can get about eight or nine, eight or nine eps You know wow. what I mean? Like, it could be sick. You could commit a murder, turn into a true crime. <laughs> oh, we're going to make we're going to monetize this somehow. Anyway, let's get back to some calls, uh, some more news stories coming up. You'll hear about a stubborn battery buyer and also an incident at a dog park. Darcy in Sydney. Now, what is your news story? Hey, guys. Um,
2: so about a year and a half ago, I drove to work one day. Uh, this is in the middle of the lockdown as well. So I drove to work, went to work for the day, came out at uh, night time. Uh, the car won't start. The battery's flat. I've left the lights on all um, day. Um, and I thought, well, there's not really much I can do now. I didn't have roadside and I didn't want to pay for roadside to come. And I thought, you know, I'm an independent woman. I can figure out how to change my own battery. I'll just do it tomorrow. Great. So I went home, slept it off, I guess, and then in the morning woke up, made a plan, uh, went down to Super Cheap Auto, told the guy I needed a battery, what car, he gave me a battery. And I thought, great. Went to the car, put the battery in. Uh, didn't fit, so I had to go get another battery, but eventually got the right battery to get the car started, and I got home. And then the next day I'm driving my car with its brand-new battery in it, thinking, great. Um and I think you'll appreciate this being in Sydney. I've got uh Ram at the traffic lights on Canterbury Road and have my car completely written off. Brand new battery that's gone about 15Ks no! fifteen Ks.
4: God damn it, that's not where I thought it was going. No. Oh my god. <laughs> god, damn it! What See, a bait and
1: switch. So the battery yeah. actually never I was like the battery's gonna blow up. The battery's yeah, gonna blow up.
4: Something's gonna go wrong with changing the well, you battery. Just got but- rammed. We- I just the rammed completely written
2: off and Upset about the car, obviously. How was yeah. the, like the battery? That was
1: your battery. How was the battery, though?
2: Well, you know, when you write your car off, obviously, they go and they do the assessment and they give you a call and they say, look, this is what insurance is going to pay you out and you can go and get anything you want from the car before yeah. it goes to the wreckers. And, you know, I paid a fair amount for that battery and it yes. hadn't really gone very far. So I took the shifter and I went and took the battery out of the car before it went to the, to the wreckers. Well Perfect. Done. Perfect.
1: Good. Yeah, well done, Darcy. I put that
2: battery in my new car. Of course oh, it's you did. Still going.
1: <laughs> That's your pride. Enjoy that battery. Good battery. It's a good battery. <laughs> I've never, a good battery. I've never met a person so excited about a battery. <laughs> Thank you, Darcy. <laughs> Scott in Brisbane. What is your new story?
0: Yeah. Hi. So on um, New Year's Eve, I was coming from Coffs Harbour, and I stopped at, like eleven o'clock in Byron Bay. Thought I'd have my last swim for the night, but I yeah, so just went in my boxes. And when I came out and the countdown started, somebody knocked off my motorbike helmet, keys, wallet, and my gear.
1: So, oh. So yeah,
9: it was like a real life, naked and afraid.
1: <laughs> oh, you were genuinely stuck in Byron in nothing but your wet boxes with no way yeah. to travel.
0: Yeah, not knowing anyone. And yeah, it was pretty scary, but I got out of it.
1: Did, oh. did you go? I imagine you wouldn't be the first person to walk into the Byron Bay Police Station Dripping wet in nothing but your <laughs> boxes.
9: <laughs> yeah, it was embarrassing, man. It really was.
1: Oh, Scott. Josh from Melbourne, what is your new story? So I was in New Zealand um, on a
0: drunken mate's trip uh, and one night in Queenstown, me and my mate who had just smashed down probably about five or six pints decided we uh, would pull... Uh, we found a bike at the top of the main street at Queenstown, um, decided it would be a good idea to jump on the bike. He jumped on the handlebars. Um, unbeknownst to us, that the brakes didn't work and we're going downhill. It's pouring down rain and we're flying past oncoming traffic. Um, and we're like, okay, how are we going to get out of, there, out of this? So I couldn't tell him that I the brakes didn't work because... I couldn't see, and his jacket had just flown in my mouth, so I couldn't breathe either. <laughs> and, uh, I'm, I'm trying to yell, and I'm also pissed at myself laughing at the same time. Um, we started veering onto a, into a oncoming traffic, and I thought the best idea for us would be to pull to the left, smack into the kerb. We both went over the handlebars, landed on the uh, on the pavement, and um, laughed it off and walked off.
4: Oh, oh unscathed, not hurt.
0: Um, <gasps> Well, we had a bruised leg the next day, and we were really confused as to how we got it and then it finally hit us that we found this bike because we completely forgot
1: um, oh. and i I took the bike back to the top of the hill and we kept moving on oh. Do you think that was someone who was sick of their bike being stolen? You know how like you know how people sometimes like the, if if it's like someone someone keeps stealing their lunch out of the out of the oh, fridge at work, so they like I don't know sabotage it. sabotage it or put vinegar in it or something so it tastes yucky. Oh, or something so like
0: it's that. A bo- is a booby trap bike? Yeah, do you yeah. think someone
1: cut the? Bra- I mean, it's a psycho thing to do because you almost died, <laughs> and yeah, but like they're yep. like sick of someone nicking their bike, so they've cut the brake lines on there, and so you sabotaged it. Yeah, the other option is just that the bike no longer worked, so someone just abandoned it. That's <laughs> yep yep yeah, and yep, um yep. you just grabbed it and um. You also put it back, which I do think was a mistake. I think you should have thrown it out. I, to I think you're <laughs> just it in the river. <laughs> yeah, th- we're just going to get another story soon of being like, "Hey, I grabbed that bike the next day, <laughs> and I also injured myself badly going down that hill." <laughs> Elsha from Brisbane, what's your news story?
3: Well, I started a new job,
7: mm-hmm. and
3: um, at the moment, my best friend's staying over, and so she sleeps in. I start early, so I want to be considerate using my little faux torch to try to find clothing and things to wear to work. And it's real corporate and bougie and all of that jazz. And uh, next thing you know, I grab the shirt, I'm feeling myself, go to work, male-dominated industry, you know, trucking and all of that jazz. Uh And... um, I'm talking to them all and they're having a chat, but they're a little bit awkward. So I'm like, oh, something's a bit off. Maybe it's, you know, not used to used to whatever's going on there. So I go into the bathroom at lunchtime, look in the mirror, and the shirt I've chosen, which I thought was another shirt, is completely sheer, <gasps> right? And I'm like, this is great. This is ideal. And the bra I'm wearing, might I add, is not my best. Um, in fact, occasionally a little something will show that shouldn't show. And uh, they've all been too polite to awkwardly say, "Hey, you top's a bit, how are you going?" And so I'm like, I don't know if I can show my face again. You know, it's a bit of a bit of a situation.
4: Oh, it's so funny too because you sound like you're calling from the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> I can't, I can't can leave. leave? <laughs> yeah, guys, don't fucking leave. The bathroom. <laughs> if you guys can call it a bum threat or something, they're my job, I gotta get out. Of here. <laughs>
3: <laughs> exactly. Not
1: ideal. Not ideal. Um, yeah. Rhys and Kashmir, uh, what's your new story? Oh, this is the time that I hit a new low. Oh, here we go. Exactly. Yes.
9: We got Love that. All right. I was out some marathon training a few years ago and uh, got to the 9K mark on a path that I was pretty familiar with, ran past a toilet. Felt a little bit of a need to go to the toilet. Mm-hmm. Thought, no, that's all right. There's another toilet two kilometres ahead. I'll make it to there. <sighs> two kilometres! Two kilometres. We're all good. No troubles here. One kilometre of the way along. The same distance between both of the damn toilets. <laughs> oh, no. I got a shit. And it's not, It's not okay, I got a shit in a kilometre. It's, I got a shit right now. Oh, no. <laughs> I look to my right. There's a heap of bushland. Okay, yeah, the bushland could work. I look to my left. There's an off-leash dog park. Oh, okay. Look at the dog nice. park, and there's a big roll of doggy bags that you've cleaned up your dog's pool in. <laughs> oh, I go across to that, grab a doggy bag, rush into the bushland that I've seen. So, oh, this, this is the only way. And I shat in the dog bag.
1: In the dog bag then, straight away, so or pl- on the ground and then grabbed it like a dog owner? Oh, no, in the dog bag straight yeah, away. Yeah, so you put the bag... Yeah, so did, a... did you put the bag over your hand and then, and then sort of cup your butt? Or, sort of or did you gotten... let it go in like a reverse horse's feed bag? Yeah, yeah
9: kind of like that. I've got my thumb and my index finger with both hands, opened up a bit of a cavity around my ass, and then just, just shat directly into it.
1: Um, you know what? In some ways... Mm that's very efficient, and if yeah. we could all walk around with a doggy bag in our back pockets, for emergencies, the poop will never touch the floor yeah yeah, yeah. Oh, i I how imagine what our lives be I imagine you um sort of like i guess what 's the word i I'm pulling it out of your butt like a um <laughs> Like a like a butcher making sausages. That's kind of how I'm it. Michael, <laughs> like a magician pulling yeah. a flower out you know, of it. You know, every every, oh, every, every every half foot or so, just doing it a little twist. You know, <laughs> well that's a great point, um, Reese. How did you get it from where you were hidden in scrub mm. to the bin?
9: Well, I had to walk out of the scrub with a, a doggy bag full of my own shit in my hand, <sighs> across the path back to the dog park. Mm. There's families walking up the path. They, they they didn't know what I was carrying, but no. I knew.
1: They're like, "Damn, that guy must have a huge dog." Yeah. Yeah. Where's Where's the great day, buddy? <laughs> what did that guy feed his dog? <laughs> a smaller dog. So then, so then, there's also the 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 issue of, I guess, the mess, right? Oh, sure. And you've yeah. got a kilometre or what waddle to a but, toilet. What yeah, did you do? Kind,
9: kind of, sort of. Just um, pulled up the uh, pulled up the underwear, pulled up the shorts, and sort of. Semi waddle ran my way to the toilet so that I could wipe my ass. Wow.
1: wow! And then did you do the next whatever thirty-two k's of the marathon? Oh, th- this was a, this
9: was a training run, but I still had about twelve kilometers until I got home. So, wow! With a, with a, with a freshly wiped ass, but a <laughs> yeah, a, yeah, I, I I just did what I had to do and made Feeling it a home, bit lighter, and then, I guess. And then yeah. showered. Wow! Yeah, I showered for hours just trying to
1: clean my soul. Grace, <laughs> that. This has been a real joy for us all, I <laughs> A new low for you, a new high for the nation, frankly. Yeah. Okay, Perko, be honest. Have you ever shat in a bag? No,
4: but, <laughs> but obviously I have so many of those dog poo bags at my house that now I'm like, well.
1: <laughs> Save water. <laughs> yeah. Michael, Maybe? you pissed in a bag. Pissed H- H- in a bag. How did you feel about that story? Uh, pretty good. Good. I I would say like pretty. I, no, they said I thought it was a pretty funny pretty story. Pretty good, yeah. <laughs> pretty funny. I'm thinking maybe I just shoot in a bag from now on. <laughs> I'm just thinking maybe I get up in the morning, I tape a bag around my anus, and I walk about knowing that no matter what, he never shits himself. No, I. Well, I guess that would that would solve a few things. No, I uh, I'm not interested in. I, I I guess I want to know what the other dogs were thinking, because dogs. Dogs can smell everything, obviously. Oh, sure. And if you're just across from the dog park shitting in a little bag, yeah. they're like, hey, buddy, those bags are for us. You know, <laughs> yeah. this My is culture stolen. isn't your costume. Exactly. <laughs> 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 All right. Um, it is time now for us to put to air a caller who we couldn't quite get to during the radio show, someone who we're very excited to chat to, and we, we call them by a name. Mm. Well, we call this segment a name. It is a bonus
3: caller.
1: Perfect as always. A bonus caller today is Matt from the Sunshine Coast. G'day, Matt. What's your new story?
10: So when I was five years old, I was playing at my next door neighbor's house and he pulled out all these new marbles that he got. Oh, damn. And... I was frothing and he said yeah, I could borrow one for the night and I was like, sweet. So I went home. He was in the bath yeah. and having a bath with playing with the marble and I thought, oh I just wanna s I just wanna see if I could maybe fit this up my bum without it letting it go. Oh, oh, and...
1: that... oh, oh. What a turn. What a and turn. Hey, look, sorry. You Sorry. you want to see if you could fit up your bum without what, sorry? Letting it go. without it letting it go, so
10: you want to lose it.
1: Mm. Okay. No, you don't
10: lose it. And obviously, I put it in, and I think I went too deep. My sphincter must have grabbed it, and I lost it, and I went in. So now you had a marble up there. <laughs> um. So my marble was inside me, and I didn't know what to do. I was in the bath, and my mum come in. She, she's like, reckons I looked shocked. And she's like, <laughs> what happened? And I just said, I just tried to see if it could fit. That's all I said to her. And she's like, what do you mean? I said the marble. <laughs> And... and did she know where? Did, at what point did you? She realize that you'd put a marble in your in your butt? Because I, I ended up telling her, I was like, "Yeah, yeah, I just wanted to see if it was going to fit." And she's like, "What?" I said, "The marble." And so the next day we went to the doctors, and they just said, "All you can do is just wait for it to come out." Yeah. And yeah, I don't think my next one ever wanted the marble after that.
4: <laughs> <laughs> so you. You waited to the next day to see a, a doctor.
1: Well, what are you going to do? You can't go to emergency for that. Can you? Oh, I guess you could go to emergency. Is that I that like I mean, I would. I would. You would be pretty. I think you'd be quite relaxed. I mean, at the end of the what?
4: day, you got a marble up your ass. I know, but you know. Oh, okay. Hang on, hang on. This is a question I need to ask because Matt, I am picturing quite a large marble. Uh, is it just like a small, small no, regular like... size? <laughs>
10: It was just a little cat's eye. Like a little. Oh, yes. yeah. No, that's fine. Yeah. That's See, I fine. was
1: thinking, yeah, almost like a thumbnail sized marble. Yeah, you know.
4: I'm picturing one of the really big ones for some reason. Oh, like and a gobstopper. Like, yeah, and I was like, what are you doing? <laughs> oh, damn. But a cat's eye. Yeah, whatever.
1: you got to oh, lube you... that up before you go into a cat, before you what? put in a gobstopper. What
4: about that story made you think it was a giant marble? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was picturing though. So an important question to ask and now I'm like, Yeah, no, don't go to a doctor. Right. So man, how long how
1: many how many days or how long did you have to wait for it to come out the other end? Or I guess the same I'm, end.
10: I'm not sure. I think it was a couple of days after. Do you remember oh, wow. hearing... so it really travelled? Do you remember hearing <laughs> yeah. it clink as it hit the bowl <laughs> or anything? Or <laughs> no, I can't. I actually can't remember too much after that. Yeah, I just spent being the bath and yeah. happened, yeah.
1: But do you remember if you told your friend that you did? You tell him you put it up your butt, or did you tell your friend you just lost it?
10: Yeah, my mum did tell their parents, and then they said it was totally fine. He had a, he had heaps of other new marbles. And what, was, what, what um, would would Why would you tell your
1: mum? Why would you say he lost
4: it? Why yeah. would you say
1: he stuck it up his butt? We don't know what he's up to. <laughs>
4: Honestly, if I was his mum, I'd I'd tell him too. <laughs>
1: I guess it's honest. I guess it's the truth. And I guess there's no shame in it. You know, you're there's a kid.
4: Not, if you say he lost it, that's not a lie. That's
1: true, too. That's true. not a lie. Well, actually, it is a lie because he knows exactly where it is. No, he doesn't. He knows, where he, he knows where he put it. I don't know if he knows where it is. <laughs> uh, well, Matt, thank you so much for sharing that story. That's a great story about a new marble. That's okay. You're welcome. Really appreciate it. Um, Matt, that was so great. You're the best. Uh, no problem, mate. Have a good night. Thanks. Though. Yeah, you too. Cheers. Take care. Right, cheers. Bye. See you. Bye Love that from Matt. I love Matt. Yeah, I love
4: Matt. Yeah. It's
1: it's why they. I hope this is okay to say on the podcast, but it's why they say for um things you 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 you're meant to put in your uh, butt. Mm-hmm. They say that there has to be a flared base. to Oh, it, true. Because otherwise, it you know just gets oh. swallowed up or whatever. Yeah, 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 mm-hmm. yeah. So <laughs> yeah. that's just a PSA. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> if you're looking to invent your own butt plug. <laughs> Flared bottom. Um, yeah, that's yeah. the Michael Hing rule. Obviously. that's 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 been my rule for, for since day one. Yeah. You know? <laughs> you want to put in a butt plug? Give it some flair. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know? Some pizzazz, as it <laughs> were. <word. laughs> Jazz hands. Uh, Perko, it's now time for you to pick your favourite new story for this week.
4: Look, I loved hearing about a five-year-old shoving a marble <laughs> up his butt. Uh, I loved, loved hearing about... Uh, A dad texting with his daughter and forgetting to mention he was about to get married. (laughs) I love that. I love waking up. Checking Facebook and seeing you have a new stepmom. That is so, so funny. I loved that. Um, but I don't think I can possibly go past the story we heard from Reece, um, That Just that new low of trading for a marathon, needing to shit, and shitting into a bag. It's truly beautiful <laughs> stuff. It was told so well. Um, so it's got to go to Reese. He is Simply the Jest for this week.
1: Congratulations to Reese in Kashmir. You win a big red sicker that says I was the best on Simply the Jest. You also win a golden ham chain in courtesy of Hobber and Incorporated. An incredible array of stories this week, Perko. And um, thank you to everyone. If you want to find out what the next topic will be, please uh, follow us on Instagram at not and hing official. Jess Perkins, thank you so much as always for coming in, leaving your cupboard, and doing your job so beautifully well. I think it was a good choice. I often don't uh, applaud you for choosing defecation based stories, but I think <laughs> yeah. the storytelling in that one was um, it was really impressive.
4: Yeah, Reese really took us on a journey. And it, I love that in the story, and also just uh, the image and the detail he went into in explaining how he was holding a bag over his anus. Was, I mean, you have to reward that. It was
1: visual. It was visual. A huge <laughs> thanks to our producers for enduring us every week. Thank you so much to Ann Carter and Lou Hill. And we'll catch you next week.
9: Anna shutting the dog back. <laughs>
3: Hey, it's Sanro. If you're enjoying Simply the Jest, then I reckon you might like Bang On. It's a podcast with me and the legendary Miff Warhurst, banging on about the week of music, pop culture, life, fashion and stuff. Bang On, on the ABC Listen app and wherever you get your podcasts.